A reading from the Gospel of St. John, the 13th chapter, verses 21 to 38. After saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at table close to Jesus. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the money bag, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the morsel of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I am going you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, The rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For a meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Donald Andricks, Emanuel Lutheran Church, Hamburg, Minnesota. Did you ever notice how ads try to hook you into listening to their entire ad? Or a book wants to grab your attention, so you buy it or read it? Mysteries have us wondering, who did it? Why did they do it? How did they do it? Today's text begins with the disciples wondering, who is going to do it? Who is going to betray Jesus? They thought they knew each other well enough to know that no one would want to betray Jesus. Frequently, when I take couples through their premarital counseling, I find that one person feels that their relationship is strong in a, with a particular quality, but their partner feels that that is a quality they need to improve on. What does that tell me? They see life from different points of view. They are not aware of how the other person is thinking. And that is what is happening in our text. We find Jesus telling the disciples that one will betray Jesus. But the disciples find it hard to believe that someone would. We read in Matthew, even Judas asked the question, Surely not I. But Jesus tells Judas that he will do it. Then 
by the end of this chapter in John, we find that Peter, who asked the question in the first place, which disciple would betray Jesus, is the very person who Jesus says, and you will deny me three times. The truth is that we all are capable of betraying or denying Jesus in various ways, either by the way we fail to do something or by the actions that we take that are in disobedience of God's will. Look at Adam and Eve. They had no group pressure. They had only one command, don't eat the forbidden fruit, and yet they blame each other for their disobedience. Now, how does that relate to us? Don't we want to blame others for our problems? When you listen to politicians, they'll promise you everything and then blame the other party for not allowing the those things to be given to you. Or let's bring it closer to home. A child asks dad for something and he says, mom doesn't want you to have it. Or some child asks, mom, can we do this? And she says, dad doesn't want you to do that. We blame the other parent. We often fail to take personal responsibility for our own decisions. I think of the parent who thinks that they have sacrificed so much for their child, but in reality has done very little for that child. The child knows that there is very little sacrifice, effort, or money um, given on their behalf. It reminds me of what Dean Nadesty, our district president, shared when he was talking to someone from Africa and the subject came up about Americans being willing to sacrifice. The person said the problem is worse than American Christians being unwilling to sacrifice. The problem is that American Christians do not want to even be inconvenienced. Wow. So what do we do? We need to look to Jesus. We need to see the disciples, and we need to see God's grace and love for us. We need to see that God suffered and died and paid for our sins. We need to see the peace that he wants us to have, and we need to be motivated not by the law, but by the gospel, that Jesus' love for us, that his suffering, death, and resurrection gives us hope and eternal life, that Jesus sent his Holy Spirit into our hearts so that we can be the people who show love. Remember in today's text, he says three times in two verses, love one another. That's what God wants you and I to do, to show the love that he first showed to us. And I pray that God would be with you in your showing of his love to one another. Amen. We thank Pastor Donald Andricks for this meditation on God's Word.